0: This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Back for another episode of Average to Savage. Got another special guest, Clarissa Shields. Clarissa, how's it going? Everything's good. How are you? Good, good, good. So let's just uh, jump right into it. Can you tell the viewers a little about yourself? Well, yeah. My name is Clarissa
1: Shields, two-time Olympic gold medalist, four-time
0: professional world champion, and in- champion in two weight divisions mm-hmm. I have a bunch of other titles too but yeah. <laughs> I just try to
1: keep it short as I can keep it
0: <laughs> yeah for sure only 23 right yeah twenty three. So yeah. gotcha so what was it like growing up in uh, Flint Michigan
1: oh uh, I mean it was a couple of different parts I mean yeah. before I started boxing it was pretty hard but once I once I started boxing and found what my dream was everything kind of started going in place a little bit
0: mm-hmm. so what made you what got you into boxing and, and what how old are you
1: When I started boxing, I was 11 years old, and it was really a story that my dad told me about Muhammad Ali having a daughter named Layla Ali, and my dad used to box, so I thought he was telling me he wanted me to take after him, so I decided I would try out boxing. I didn't know that boxing would actually be the sport for me.
0: Yeah, did you play any other sports growing up?
1: Oh yeah, freaking super athlete. I played basketball, volleyball, softball. I ran track and cross country. Where, Only thing I didn't do was soccer.
0: Where, where were you best at besides boxing?
1: Um, I was really good at track. Yeah. I was really good at track, and I was a really good defensive player on basketball.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So going into your amateur career, you were dominant, and then uh, 2012 was the first women's boxing event. So when did you like find out about that they were going to have boxing for women in the Olympics? What made you want to like train for that?
1: We found out by 2012 Olympics when I was 13, so that oh, okay. probably was 2008, four years prior. Yep. Yep. And uh, we didn't know if I was old enough yet. We just were hoping. You know, we just said we would stay undefeated and, you know, we'd find out the age the age and everything that, that that I had to be as it got closer. But at the age of 13, we didn't know. We were just hoping. We didn't find out until maybe two months before the last Olympic qualifier in 2011 that I was old enough to compete um and fight in the 17 to 34 open
0: division. Okay, yeah. So you were you were 17 at the Olympics or 18? 17. Gotcha. So yep. you were really so you were really young enough. Yeah. So going there um after winning the the gold there, what made you not decide to turn pro and train for the subsequent Olympics?
1: You know, after I won my first Olympics, it was like that was my dream and you know, I wanted to be the first woman to win an Olympic gold medal and I did that. Yeah. And um I was thinking like, you know, I wanted to turn pro but it wasn't like any direction like we didn't Mm -hmm. know which direction to take because we really didn't hear about any other female fighters that were professional like it was like I was getting more fights in the amateur and people knew more more about me than knew about the professional women so I was like you know we didn't really know what to do and I didn't want to go professional and not be able to fight you know so I was like maybe we need to wait till women's boxing get a little bit bigger and then turn turn pro I didn't start pursuing a 2012 I mean 2016 olympics for my second olympic medal Till 2014 that's when i made the decision like you know what i'm gonna go back to the olympics and maybe when i win another olympic medal they'll they'll have to respect me in women's boxing because i'll be the only like on the last two olympics i'll be the only person to win a gold yes. you know that's just what i was thinking to myself but we had a lot of potential gold medals on, up on both teams, 2012 and 2016. But as 2012, I was the only one to win an Olympic gold medal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? If I go and win another Olympic gold medal, they're going to have to respect me in yeah. the pros, and they're going to have to give women's boxing some kind of push. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. So by the time
1: 2016 came around, you know, I knew about Heather Hardy doing big things. Mm-hmm. I knew about Amanda Serrano. And those are the only names that I had knew so far. Yeah. You know, it really wasn't... Any other name that I knew, I knew in my weight it was a girl named Christina Hammer who had been like a world champion for a few years, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like she was big and fighting on TV either. The only girl I knew that actually fought on TV was um, Heather Hardy, and that's when we both fought on TV the same day. You know, I I was fighting the Olympic final, Mm -hmm. and she was fighting against, um, I want to say, uh, Shelly Vincent. Oh All yeah,
0: yeah, boxing champions. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. So uh, you went again in the 2016 Olympics, and then what? What would you say? What was like your journey like through the out, like going from one Olympics to the second?
1: Oh uh, man, I was the favorite. Everybody, yeah. I had so many fans. Everybody knew that I was the one. To watch, you know what I mean? Like we had people on the teams, and everybody was like you know watch him, but they was like you know watch the girl. <laughs> Definitely watch the girl. The big girl. <laughs> who so, boxed at 165 so i like I was the favorite I was I had so many interviews I had commercials on NBC Olympics it was a lot of stuff that I had that was promoting myself but also promoting women's boxing getting ready for the 2016
0: games yeah for sure which one was harder in your opinion
1: oh the first Olympic gold medal was definitely harder I was 17 years old I was yeah. only 5'8 in height I was uh, I could barely make 165 pounds when I was 17 I was I was weighing in. I think I fought the final at one hundred and sixty two pounds. Yeah. And I had to, you know, I used to be able to
0: eat eat before the weighing,
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know, so you know, I was very little, and those girls were tall, like six two, six four. They were stronger. I just was better skilled, you and I, mm-hmm. I knew how to fight. You know, but. I had to say the first one was definitely better. The second Olympics, I felt like it was a walk in the park for me. Like, you know, I was 162, 165 pounds at some of the fights. I was, mm-hmm. you know, it was easy. I actually had fun in 2016. In 2012, I was like, after the Olympics was over, I was like, thank God I get to finally go home. <laughs> yeah. But in
0: 2016, you said, like, all the fame and commercials and stuff like that, so there wasn't, like, added pressure? No. You just- I never let... I never let stuff be added pressure
1: for me. It was just yeah. more like, I deserved all the attention I was get because of how they really kind of ignored me in 2012. Yeah. You know, even, even after I was the only person on Team USA for Boston to win an Olympic gold medal, it was still people on the team who got more recognition than me yeah,
0: yeah. who
1: didn't Who didn't medal mm-hmm. or, you know, Marley and Esparza who won a bronze medal. Like, I was the only Olympic gold medalist for Boston. In 2012.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy that you didn't get the press you deserved for that one. And uh, so then you made your pro debut in 2016. So what was what was that decision like and what was the pro debut like? It was,
1: one, deciding to turn pro was hard because mm-hmm. I really was like, it's only three people in the world have been to the Olympics
0: three mm-hmm. times and mm-hmm. won
1: the Olympics three times back-to-back. And I know that if I would have been able to go back to 2020, that I could have did that, mm-hmm. but it was like turning professional took me out of that. You know, like it was, mm-hmm. it was like when you turn professional, you can't fight in the amateurs. Yeah. So that was a decision for me, but I was like, you know, I made it because I didn't want to disappear for four years. Like I had two Olympic gold medals, mm-hmm. the only person in America who ever won two Olympic gold medals, and I've been boxing, and I just was like, I don't want to not fight on TV again until twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, you know, it was a lot of times, even after the Olympics, people were like, what is Clarissa doing now? Like, mm-hmm. we haven't seen her since twenty. 20- Some people missed me in the 2016 Olympics. Like, they were like, do you still box? Like, a lot of my fan mail and people, like, writing me on the internet were like, do you do, do you still box? You know, we watched a documentary, you know. Like, before your pro you. debut? You? Yeah, even oh. before they do. Like, they were just unaware, That's... you know. And, and, and even, like, leading up to 2016, people were still like, kind of like where was I because it was like I was fighting all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't ever being shown
0: anywhere gotcha so after all after all that like now you're like paving the way for other girls so like what's that what's that feeling like
1: oh being a being a trailblazer for my boxing definitely oh. when you want the lead you know you're the person leading yeah I kind of have to make my own route like yeah definitely there is no there is no blueprint. To being a great woman fighter Like I swear like You can be The best fighter ever But it's still like There's no blueprint To the promoters To being on TV Mm -hmm. Like there's no blueprint For me to follow Like you know Floyd Mayweather He had Muhammad Ali For me I don't I don't have anybody Because I'm the one that's making the way Like I'm the first woman to fight Main event on Showtime Premier cable You know so It's not, it's not, not I mean Premium cable It's not like I can ask Layla or ask Christy Martin about like what I should expect. You know what I mean? Only thing I've ever asked them was how much were they were the biggest persons and that's something I want to know personally yeah. and they and they told me on a personal level and I just I'll just keep it there.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you know,
1: but I just was like, dang, can I really even make money doing this? And if I can't make money doing this, what is gonna be my second job? You know, because I still it. wanted to help the sport but I was like I'm gonna have to figure out a second job, thank God I didn't have to, that everything kind of aligned itself with me having a great manager, Mark Taffet, um, you know, Showtime being interested in me, and me being able to draw a crowd and to draw viewers, all that kind of just came with it, you know, but I didn't know that turning kind of professional. I thought it was going to be a lot harder and way harder to get on TV. Like, I was on TV my second my second fight, I believe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: On on Showtime, I was the main event. Yeah. And it was like, what the heck? It all happened so fast when I when I was like, I'm going to be mad, man, but on Showtime in two years or something like that, and it literally happened in three four months of being a pro.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, especially now with social media stuff, um, I know there's like a lot of just like live streams. So it's like boxing in general is just getting more out there for people yeah, to see.
1: Yeah, boxing is definitely on the rise. I mean, even in the end, it was lacking some excitement, mm-hmm. but now. I mean, women's boxing has really grown some excitement back to the boxing. And now, like, these big matches are getting made. And I feel like some of the guys are trying to compete with the women as far as the competition level. Like, you can't just fight bums anymore and get the respect
0: yeah, that you yeah.
1: want when they, got the, when they got women. Women world champions fighting against other world champions. Like, there's been so many unification bouts yeah. And men's boxing just in the last two years. I'm like, yeah. So they
0: said I'm playing world champion. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's like one of the dopest things too. Just because, and like, it's mostly like international too. Yeah. Like the women is not just, I mean, there's a lot of obviously men fighters that are Americans here. But I mean, I think like more international women are coming over here too. Yeah. So in your fourth fight, you fought uh, Nikki uh, Adler for, for the two world, the super world heavy, I meant the super middleweight world titles and then you defeated her so what was that uh feeling like winning your first world titles Uh um, one of my first
1: world titles itself it felt like so many people like didn't believe i was gonna do it i don't know what they thought like they were they were still thinking like that i was like a fluke or something yeah. which to me threw me off because i was like dang i want two olympic gold medals like you know what i mean like i'm not just getting handed these medals Yeah. yeah. you know and uh, so, getting ready for a fight with Nikki Adler, she was just saying, like, you know, she didn't even watch the film with me. You know, she's the world champion. And I need to respect her. She's going to show me why she's the world champion. I'm going to experience all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it kind of, and I kind of felt like some of the media was kind of believing her, which was, like, really throwing me off. <laughs> so, I just, like, really, like, key dance. Like, make, like, no mistakes. that fight, like, no, like, no mistakes in camp. It's really just dominate her. Okay. So when we when we boxed I mean from first round I went out there and busted her nose and let her know, You wanna you want you want goddamn fight. And just so you disrespecting me, I'm gonna get you out of here quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And that, that one was on showtime too, right? Yep. So then your next fight was Tori Nelson, right? Yep. And then she was another yeah, Tory Nelson, I defended my titles. Yep. Yeah, then she was she was another undefeated fighter. You yeah. defended your belts, and then now your last fight, you went down to middleweight to fight Hannah Gabriel to, yeah. win, to win two more titles, so, like, what's next for you if you won all these titles already?
1: You said, what's next to my uh, titles already?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, well, I continue to go down and wait because the girls at 168 won't fight me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and that's not throwing any, like, kind of shade, that's just the truth. Yeah. Like, those girls, you know, it's so hard for me to get a fight, like, I've never went five months without having to fight, even in the amateurs. Yeah. You know, since I've been the age since I turned seventeen or sixteen, I've been fighting like consistently and then I turned pro and these girls have every excuse in the world not to fight me. And I and I'll name the girls from Alicia Napoleon to Raquel Miller to Amari uh, Marisella Cornejo. So all of those girls, they all give me, you know, reasons to what they can't fight me. Oh, they're not um taking that route right now. Mm-hmm. They're fighting somebody else. You know, all this BS. You know, just to mm-hmm. not fight me. I'm like, I'm trying to fight the best. And so I went down to 160 because Christina Hammer feels that she can beat me and she kept saying she didn't want to come up to 168 because that was too big for her. Yeah. And then she thought I couldn't make 160. Like, I don't know why she thought that. Like, it's literally 8 pounds. But she thinks I'm just so huge and so fat. I don't know what's wrong with her. And I'm like, I can make 160 pounds. I fought at 165 for six, seven years.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so going down to 160, I was like, you know what? Um, I want to fight her and I want to beat her. And if her excuse is going to be that I'm too big, I will go down. You know, for all these girls said I'm too big for them, I will go down. So I, I went down to 160 and fought against uh, Hannah Gabriels. and she was able to come up. And mm-hmm. people, and I feel like people don't give me enough credit on that win because it was like, yeah, she knocked me down, but I, but but when I got up, people don't realize how big like she was. She's not the reason she beats all those girls at 154 is because she's so much stronger than them.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, like her legs and her arms. Were, are literally bigger than mine, like, you can see it, you can see the difference, like, I'm kind of more lean and tall, mm-hmm. and she more of, like, this stack. like, got big legs, I mean, not just big calves, but big thighs, big, big arms, you know what I mean, like, she's, like, superwoman or something like that, like, she was <laughs> strong, she was strong as ever, and then, you know, her coming up gave her more strength, I was literally, like, I literally had to starve to make the last three pounds of 160 because I because it just wouldn't come off. I was at 163 pounds; it would not come off. I was like, "What in the world is going on?" Yeah.
0: So would you? Just... Know,
1: it, it was just so much commotion around that fight. Like, oh, it was so much. Just like with everything was mixed up. You know, it it was it was so much stuff that just wasn't going right for that fight, and I wasn't able to focus like I wanted to. But but I felt like the knockdown was needed, and you know, I, I give her. I give her props because I've never been dropped—not not even by a male. So congrats to her on that. But I literally got back up and I beasted her nine rounds straight, and I won easy.
0: Yeah, I think that was probably your best fight. No, no. So far, I, don't know. I, I, I can't consider it my best fight because i got knocked down. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm saying you fought through adversity, so that like puts you on another level. Yeah. So I know you mentioned Christina Hammer. So you think when do you think that fight will happen? That fight's gonna happen before the end of the year. So that's gonna be your next fight. Yep. All right. <laughs> overall, like, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: Um. Overall, you know, I said all the time, I want people to know me as the greatest woman of all time. Yeah. You know, um, that's not to discredit anyone, but the history that I've made, the history that I'm making, um, the way that I'm advancing in women's boxing. Like, I should have been got an SB already. Like, yeah. I should have been nominated as one of the best female fighters of the year. Like. I should have been in that talks way before now. And, you know, I just I, I just have to do all that I can and make as much history as I can make. Mm-hmm. You know, so
0: mm-hmm. the women that's
1: coming up behind me don't have to work as hard as I work. Like, you would be surprised how many demands I have to make because sometimes they, sometimes they really don't think about it. Like, I literally have to, like, keep reiterating, like, whatever you do for the men, do for the women. You know, whatever you do for a man's unification bout or for a man world 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 a world title fight, do for me. And some stuff they they don't even realize it. Like I brought I brought so many things to the promoters and to um uh, and to Showtime attention. They like they can do like they can't do anything but like just respect it. And they be like, oh, we didn't even like they really don't think about it. And I'm I'm not going to, but it's just because I never had to. You know, women's boxing is just getting on the scene. Like, I've I've said, you know, WBC Mm -hmm. has has a commercial, right? And it's with all the men WBC champions. And I'm like, y'all, that's that's promotion. Like, us women need to have our own WBC commercial also.
0: Did you ask him about it?
1: Yeah, and they and they and, and like I said, it's stuff that they don't even think about. Cause they never had to think about it before. So when I said it to them, they were like, "Oh wow, you're right. We we have to we we have to get something together. You know, we have to do something." But they didn't think about it at first. And I and I just love them so much because me even mentioning to them, like even with Showtime, you know, I'm like, you know, I did 410k views
0: mm-hmm.
1: for my last fight. Um, that's the most um views that a woman fight on T V has ever gotten that they from, from uh from what I heard. And I'm like, you know, that's without the two month um press conference. Like we didn't have the, the press conference two months before the fight. Like Sean Porter and them do. Like they where they go and sit down and talk yeah. two months before the fight and then like all the promotion leading up for their fight. Like we didn't have that but I was able to get four hundred and ten K views though. You know, because of the promotion that I do for myself but and, and some of what they do also but i was like just imagine if we would have had that two-month build-up yeah for sure if we would have had the press conference if we would have had the you know face off and everything two months before and then had the commercials and all that stuff and i just mentioned that to them so they can know like it's not like i'm just i'm I just keep trying to reiterate like the word you know equal what you do for the men do for the women and i mean like really I don't I don't know what the women before me did, but they really didn't speak up enough. Because if they did, I wouldn't have to keep, like, doing what I'm doing. Like, I have to fight good and also mm-hmm. make sure I fight for women's boxing at the same
0: time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's a lot easier nowadays with, obviously, social media and stuff like that. Did you ever think about ever pitching, like, an all-women's card?
1: Absolutely, but I like the fact that
0: well, you're men the...
1: boxers fight under me. To me, yeah,
0: that... Yeah, yeah.
1: To me, that says something. We've always been on the undercard.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: I don't preach for all women's boxing cards. I more preach for more than one women's fight on a card. Like, I really want, like, them to start putting, like, women as a TV opener for a lot of bouts. Yeah. You know, just put us on TV. And even though the men be the main event or whatever, just start putting us on TV. And I'm trying to give other women chances to be the main event also. You know, not just with fighting me. But, you know, Christina Hammer was... Christina Hammer and Tori Nelson were the co-main event on Showtime. That's the first time ever in history that that's been done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're breaking history pretty much, like, everywhere you go.
1: (laughs) Right, so it's like, I'm just trying to... And then also, now the other promotions and other promoters are getting involved also. Like, ESPN is showing Maricela Cornejo and Super Superbad on ESPN now. And also, Michaela Mayer. Um, HBO Mm -hmm. just showed their first female TV bout... With, with Cecilia Bacchus versus Callie Reese.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know, so it's getting some noise. They're seeing that women boxing can get views. People want to see us. We have really loyal fans. We just have to,
0: keep pushing. Have to yeah, keep pushing and keep at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, yeah, let's go. So how'd you get your nickname T-Rex?
1: Oh, well, when I was 11, I was... I was super aggressive. I had, and I had shorter arms, and I was really skinny. So, um, they say when I used to be like trying to get them, and I and I couldn't reach them, I looked like a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> who
0: who gave you that nickname?
1: Um, Darian Lawson.
0: Yeah, Got gotcha. What about? Would you ever fight in an MMA match?
1: That's such a hard question. <laughs> I don't, if they were to come over to boxing, I don't think I would get inside of the
0: cage. Gotcha. So you'd fight a MMA fighter in boxing? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What about, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't a professional boxer? I think I would be running track or singing. All right, you like to sing? Yeah. Are you good?
1: I don't know, you have to come to karaoke and see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's where you go, you go to karaoke night? Yeah. All right. So what What about, I mean, maybe that's, do a lot of people know you like to sing? Um, I'm, not really,
1: I'm not really sure, I don't know, I don't really, people have seen me do karaoke. I mean, when I get my day in life for Showtime. Yeah. They followed me and we, did, and we did karaoke, so... I think some people know, but I don't really like, broadcast it. No, probably not.
0: Gotcha. What's one thing that people might not know about you besides singing now? Um, people
1: may not know that I'm, like, super friendly. Like, they, like, let boxing go to their heads when they think of me. Like, they think that when they look at me, like, I'm super intimidating and that I'm mean. But I'm probably one of the nicest boxers they're going to meet. Like, I take pictures with all my fans... I answer my fan mail. I'm like a freaking,
0: I'm like really nice. Yeah, no. I you answered I laugh me. I a little bit too much. You answered me. It came on the podcast.
1: Right. I'm just <laughs> always checking my stuff and seeing who, uh, who wants to interview me or who needs some advice.
0: Like, I, like I respond to my fans a lot. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> what about, what's on your playlist right now? Like, music. You know what? I've really been in, okay, Beyonce Ape Shit is okay. like
1: my <laughs> go to song right now. I like Lil Donald do better. I like um right now I'm listening to BOB, um I'll be in the sky and uh I love that Drake elevate.
0: Okay. Did you do did you do the uh, Kiki challenge or not? Nah? Yeah, you just did on a No, nah, I don't think I've seen it. Well, I mean, there's like a million of them, so I'll just yeah, check I it had, out. I did know, I did know, I, I did Kiki challenge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and uh telling people where they can follow you.
1: Yeah, you guys can follow me um at Clarissa Shields on all my social websites um on Twitter Clarissa Shields Instagram Clarissa Shields and Facebook
0: Clarissa Shields. And you're definitely going to be back in the ring before two thousand eighteen. Yes. All right. I appreciate you coming on. Yep. Thanks for having me. Thank you.